Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Bree, and I am so excited for today's chat. I have author Tori Ann Martin joining me. Tori, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, well, thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be on your podcast. Um, yeah, I am a romance and fantasy author. I live in New England, and... Um, the Spells Disaster is my first paranormal romance. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, I'm just really happy to be here. Thank you. So happy to have you. So um, I have a couple of icebreakers. Are you ready? Just first thing that comes to mind. If you, Tori, came with a warning label, what would it say? Ooh, um, caution, overly caffeinated. Love that. Okay. So are, are you like a seasonal caffeinated beverage type of person or no? No, I'm pretty, pretty coffee year round. Uh, the next one, what was the last song that got stuck in your head? Oh, that's hard because they're constantly having songs going through my head. Um, I'll say it's probably very good chance it was Dar Williams's Go to the Woods because okay. it relates to the book I'm currently working on. Okay. Um, and who is one of your most read authors? Another hard question. Um, looking at my bookshelves as I answer this, I would say um, probably it's fantasy because I get very into series. So Alona Andrews. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, and so tell me your romance origin story. Like how did you become a romance reader? Yeah. So I started writing and reading romance um, probably only five or six years ago. So I came to it a little bit later than I think a lot of people do. I did too. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, good. It's always nice to hear that from someone else too. I've always feel like everyone else is like, Oh, I started reading it in like high school or yeah. junior high. And I'm just <laughs> like, no, <laughs> um, I started out reading a lot of fantasy and a lot of YA. And actually I got into romance. Um, I was going through cancer treatment mm. and I really wanted books that kind of guarantee that happily ever after and that sort of feel good vibe when I was you know sitting in an infusion chair for sometimes six hours at a time and so I got very into romance because it was very helpful to me to have those kinds of books yeah yeah well thank you for sharing that as of today when we're recording this your book this spells disaster is releasing in 10 days uh first off like, tell me, how are you feeling right now as you like anticipate the leading up to this release? Uh, I think stress would probably cover it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but excited, excited, but you know, it's a stressful excitement. Um, how would you describe the book for our listeners? Like, what's your elevator pitch? Sure. Um, so I think of it as kind of a queer witchy spin on the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It's mm. about a witch who offers to fake date her famous crush. Um, and when her famous crush starts to fall for her, she panics and thinks it's because she must have accidentally given her crush a love potion. And to break the spell, she thinks she needs to prove how wrong they are for one another. Yeah. Oh, I love these two. Take us through, like, what was the journey to getting this this book published? Like, did, did you, like, tell me everything. Because I, I love witchy books. I love rom-coms. I think this book is just fantastic. I can't wait to get, like, 
my own physical copy of it. But like, yeah, how did getting this book published? How did that happen? What did that look like for you? It's actually kind of a weird story, probably fairly atypical. Um, So I already had a contemporary romance series published with my current editor. And it was very, very different from This Spell's Disaster. Um, It's a small town romance. I really wanted to do something a little different. Um, I really wanted to, like I said, fantasy and romance were kind of my two favorite genres. And she gave me the option at one point, um, well, what do you think about maybe writing a witchy romance next? And it had just so happened I had already started working on a witchy romance just kind of for fun while I was waiting to hear about what I needed to be working on next. Um, So I just jumped at that like, yes please. That sounds absolutely perfect. Um, And the book I was working on, we sent her a bunch of different pitches, including the one that became The Spell's Disaster. She didn't actually pick the book that I'd been working on. She picked, obviously, The Spell's Disaster. Uh, So I ended up abandoning that other book and working on this one instead. And I think she made the right call because I think The Spell's Disaster is a lot better than the thing that I had been working on at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it, so with it, kind of being an idea thrown your way and then you run with it like because I mean it is a I think one of the as readers something that friends and I have chatted about throughout the years as we're seeing more of these like witchy books is they don't always feel witchy and this Mm -hmm. spells disaster a hundred percent like delivers on the witchiness so like taking that idea getting that idea like the sitting down and writing and like writing in this world you've created did that come easy for you like were you like staying up and watching witchy movies rereading witchy books like and I know you already you said you like you enjoy fantasy so did that just like make it easy for you to do I think it helped a lot um sort of having that background and having done a lot of world building and so it just sort of felt natural to try and create this world around the book Um, And I owe some of that to my agent because my agent also represents a lot of fantasy. So when I would be pitching her ideas and she would be pushing back like, okay, but think about this. And so, because it was interesting because as you said, with a lot of um, sort of witchy romances, you know, the world building is really secondary because this is romance that we're in. We're not in fantasy territory. So trying to find that balance where I wanted the world to feel real, but at the same time, not overpower the romance. So on one hand, yes, it came easily, I think. On the other hand, you know, finding the balance was a bit of a challenge. And so the book is the romance between Morgan and Rory. And I think like this book has a lot. So like two of my favorite, I think, aspects of the book is there's just like some really delicious pining. Um, And then it has a trope that I think is just a God tier trope and that's fake dating, but there's some practice kissing in there. Like the love potion. I love love potions when they periodically pop up in romance. Um, What, what aspect of their romance would you say came to you first? Like, was it the fake dating? I think it was actually the love potion. Oh, Okay. Because, I mean, as I talked a little bit about my author's note, I was thinking a lot about that just because of my background in psychology. And then it wasn't like a deliberate, how do I create a story around this? But I had that sort of 
idea in my head. And then I was like, oh, I want to write a fake dating book. And oh, well, it's got to have practice kissing in it. And, you know, all that other stuff just kind of flowed from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have a particular favorite um, scene that you wrote or or character, you know, between the love, the, the two or what, like a favorite moment for you in the book? I really love the practice kissing scene, but I think um, I think I'd probably do with my favorite scene actually being the magical scavenger hunt that takes place maybe about halfway through the book. Yeah. Um, just because it was really fun. It's at this point in the book where Morgan is trying to prove to Rory how wrong they are for each other. And she's doing all these things to try to convince Rory of that. And every single one is backfiring and making Rory go, well, obviously this is why we're good together. <laughs> so that was fun just to kind of come up with the magical challenges that they were working on. And also, okay, how can Morgan kind of screw this up? Yeah. Yeah. So would you say, okay, I, I, you mentioned that you're already work, you're working on something else. Like, are you enjoying, um, do you feel like paranormal is a lane that you're, you're feeling cozy in? Like is your next book going to be paranormal or what it's definitely a lane I feel comfortable in you know it's that merging of romance and fantasy that I love um so hopefully it's something I'll be able to stay in for a little while the um book I'm working on right now is just kind of a for fun thing but um it's definitely it fantasy and romance I don't know the use that term romanticy because that always confuses me. Is it a romance or is it fantasy? Yeah. But, but it yeah. falls in that lane. Yeah. Okay. So the, it's just for fun. So you don't, you, you're, you're not able to like share anything about what's next. I can't share anything yet. No. Okay. Be so cruel that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this being like a witchy book, um, has there been like a fictional, whether it's book, TV, movie, like, a fictional witch that may be imprinted or on you or just like a favorite uh, that comes to mind? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, like I think Practical Magic as a movie just kind of was a vibe that I had in my head the whole time. I was just thinking just even about the aesthetics of the world that I was setting for this. Maybe I'd have to go way back though and say like Willow from Buffy was kind of, you know, sort of that seminal, what it means to be and look like and act like a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, like I said, the book comes out listeners on the 12th of September. Uh, I absolutely think this is a must read. It's just, I think it's, and we're here in the States, this side of the world, we're going into the fall. I feel like it's such a fun, like read for the fall. Like I can't wait for people to read it. Is there anything that like you hope readers take away from their experience of reading Morgan and Rory's romance? I hope it raises some questions. I mean, just sort of around the idea of communication and, you know, whether or not you think some of the things Morgan does are good or bad makes people think. But the thing I mostly hope whenever anyone reads a romance that I write is that it provides a really nice escape for them. Um, and a way for them to sort of forget about any of the kind of problems they're having in their own life, because that's what romance did for me when I was getting into it. And I just feel like that is such an important thing um, for people to have, especially, you know, when the world is kind of on fire outside, sometimes literally, it's having that escapism is really nice. Yeah, I think 
having escapism is so important. So thank you for sharing that. Um, where can everybody keep up with you online, Tori? Um, I am primarily on Instagram these days at T.A. Martin Author. Um, and all of my other socials are on my website at Tori M. Martin. All right. Well, listeners, make sure you check the show notes. I will have links to where you can keep up with Tori as well as where you can get your copy of This Spells Disaster. By the time this episode comes out, the book will be out. So get your hands on a copy, read it, hit me up so we can chat about it. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. I can't wait to hear. And Tori, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me.